0: Welcome to the Building Manager Podcast. My name is Matt Osborne and I'm your host. I really wanted to thank the listeners for sending in questions to me. Uh, you can do so via my email, which is matt at EliteBMA.com. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing a Q&A session not too far away. But really just a big thanks for also everyone listening in, sharing their thoughts and insights and also to those reaching out wanting to sponsor the podcast. You can do so via the email address I've given you or my email, sorry, or my website, excuse me, which is billybma.com. Today's episode is with a owner's corporation manager, uh, Rob Marsh. Rob is the General Manager Property with Turnbull Cook, and Rob shares his insights on the Building Manager podcast regarding building management, facilities management, and the roles that they play alongside the Owners Corporation or Strata Manager. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. See you on the other side. Well, Rob, uh, welcome to the to the uh, Building Manager podcast. Nice to have you on the show.
1: Thanks, Matt. Good to be here.
0: Thank you. Well, uh, followers, we've got uh, Rob Marsh. She's the General Manager of Property with Turnbull Cook Owners Corporation here in Melbourne. Um, Rob's been in the game. Maybe uh, you might want to introduce yourself a little bit, Rob, rather than oh, me. Sure.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. I've been, yep, yeah, no worries. I've been in... Um, OC management, oh, coming up to about 10 years. Um, been with Turnbull Cook for about five now. Um, I had a small uh, break halfway through. I actually left OC management for about a year and then came back to, uh, to Turnbull oh, wow. Cook. Yeah, so had a little okay. break, did some ops management, and uh, they couldn't keep me away.
0: No, it's a, one of those industries, isn't it, really, that... Um... Uh, you know you, you quite often find that people stay in it for for life it's a what do they call it redundant
1: proof industry it is yeah yeah well there's it's such a unique um knowledge set and skill set um that you you, you know oc uh, knowledge isn't really applicable anywhere else so it's mm. so specialized you know where else are you going to be the expert so yeah absolutely
0: um well rob but the role of the building manager is a very diverse and in my experience with the role you know having that relationship with the strata manager is absolutely imperative but why is it important then for the building manager to know their building and how it ticks for you as the strata
1: manager well uh look i guess to answer that there there are so many aspects to managing a building um, from everyone's point of view, not just the OC manager. There's obviously in our role, there's the financial oversight, the planning for uh, preventative maintenance and ad hoc maintenance, uh, as well as uh, financial oversight and, um, you know, how, how the actual running of the building works for owners as the asset owner and the residents that live there, how the actual uh, building works. And that, That takes a team really to make all that fit together they seem disparate and separate but actually they all fit together like a jigsaw puzzle and so you need that team to manage all aspects of it and that is and i wouldn't say one role is particularly more important although obviously the owners have more invested in it but but it Mm. does take the team of the facilities manager the the owners corporation manager and the committee to effectively run a complex yeah absolutely
0: Um, it's vitally important that uh, everyone's pretty much on the same page, I think, when it comes to running buildings, no matter how small or how large. Um, and this really can be seen through the construction of, of new sites um, and, and having a, a building manager in place prior to PC or practical completion uh, will assist the strata manager. But um, how do you think that is important to your role? as a strata manager in, in having
1: some in, in place during construction? Well, uh, well, that's a good question. I think it's there's a couple of reasons it's really important. Firstly, uh, for putting together the budget, um, I, I think that's really important. There's um, at the inaugural general meeting or the IGM, you present the budget that's adopted. Uh, and mm. and really, it, in a perfect world, you'd be pre- Uh, presenting a second-year budget as well to give um, purchasing owners a bit of an idea of what the expenses are going to be. They're going to be different year one and year two because some things are covered by warranty in the first year and not in the second. Um, So having that input from the facility manager um, is really key to putting together a really good budget, especially for a complex building, uh, because they're the hands-on on the ground, understand how buildings work in the real world so us as owners corporation managers we're we're basically administrators really we're in the office most of the time so to have that hands-on mm. knowledge of how a building does and will work in the future is pretty invaluable and I think also um to with that uh, experience of facilities manager have to to organize the proper services for when uh, and to have those in place for when the building starts to be occupied is really important. Again, it's easy to to have it all ticked off in the office. You know, this is a service that's going to cover this thing, but actually to have someone practical on the ground to really tailor those services to meet the needs of the residents is pretty important.
0: And also, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, try the, go on.
1: yeah no, the, you know, there's also the compliance aspect, which is, is probably easier, uh, is it, not so essential to have uh, the facilities manager on the ground overseeing that, but how that all interacts with everything else is pretty important, I think.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, mm. Talking about compliance, I just briefly mentioned last episode with Nick Cox from Focus Alliance and uh, his compliance company, but um, from a facilities management point of view, and certainly building management point of view, uh, it, it's it's so important just to have that understanding of uh, how things work, um, and I can. You mentioned budget there, Rob, Um, and I'm sort of having this vivid memory of going into new sites and then being shown the budget and looking at the budget and going, um, well, why are we paying $70,000 for bin collection when we're in the council and the owners pay rates on that? Can we get rid of that? So, yeah, even looking at the, the waste management plan, as simple as that, From in my experience, as I was saying, as a building manager slash facilities manager, just to take that seventy grand out of the budget really can um, either be put into another area, perhaps, or just removed completely and saving people a lot of
1: money. Yeah, that's a really good point. I I think it definitely works that way, getting value for money, and that waste management thing's a perfect example. Um, Mm. When when we bring on a new building, if there's a new development. There, there will be the requirement on the certificate for a waste management plan. There'll be the waste management plan and we get a quote for that uh, and yeah. act it. But yeah, there is always the possibility of a council collection. And if that's possible, the facilities manager will know. Yep, uh, absolutely. And, and that's a great saving. Uh, the, the flip side of that also is uh, not budgeting for things that will need maintenance. If um, Just as an off-the-cuff example, um, if you have... Um, uh, roof access that needs maintenance or, um, mm. you know, anchor roofs. yeah, anchor points on the roof. Thank you. Um, and they're not allowed for in the budget. Well, they, they've got to be done every year. They have to be looked mm. at. And so that money's got to come from somewhere. And because the facilities manager understands the building, you know, they point yeah. out all that sort of thing. I mean, that, that thing, those sort of things shouldn't be missed in the inaugural budget, uh, but sometimes can be. And importantly as well, like I mentioned before, the second-year budget is key. Uh, I've seen it before. Uh, we've taken over buildings where the, f- the first-year budget is very low um, and then when year two kicks in and the owners' corporation has to start paying for its elevator maintenance and essential services and all that sort of stuff, you know, the budget's effectively doubled. Uh, there are some very unhappy owners.
0: Yeah, of course. That places I think-
1: increasing costs.
0: Yeah, and sadly, that's uh, often where building management companies can potentially lose their contracts because, you know, through due diligence, maybe they're not performing their duties, you know, to either their contract or to the best that they possibly can. And, and I've certainly seen that happen as well. Um, yeah. um, look, I, I've seen roles where a building manager also, uh, they either have a, a fear of a committee or they're told not to talk to committee members, Mm -hmm. or or even not to attend committee meetings or AGMs. Mm -hmm. To me, having clear communication lines to a committee, particularly with the chairperson, is vital. Um, Why, Rob, do you think is it so important then for the building manager to be present at these
1: meetings, so long as the committee invite them? Uh, Look, I think it is really important, uh, and the committees should be inviting the facilities manager, uh, it's probably not essential that they're there for the whole meeting, maybe to do a presentation at the beginning and answer questions and uh, and give their little report. Um, but uh, it's coming back to what I said before, really it takes a team. That Those three yeah. team members are essential, the committee, the facilities manager and the OC manager. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was, I'll go out on a limb here and say that I think that that is a feature of maybe... Uh, an old-fashioned model of um, wanting to keep all those elements separate, so um, so uh, essentially blame can be shifted if something's missed. You can always blame the other person because no one's communicating with them, or uh, which is just which can only produce a terrible outcome for the owners and residents. So yeah. it doesn't help anyone. So bringing everyone into the tent, as it were. It is a collaborative and way more constructive way to operate and just produces far better outcomes. And and what this is all about really is about the, the owners and the residents. It, it's not about the owner's corporation manager or the facilities manager. It's about the OC manager and the facilities manager teaming up with a committee to make life better for everyone involved. So, so yeah, that's got to be the focus. And yeah. that's why I think it's it's super important that they are at those committee meetings and definitely yeah.
0: the AGM. Yeah. Oh for sure. look I you mentioned going out in the limb and um, uh, I, I completely agree with you when you mentioned there about being at let's call it old school um, where you know you might get some committee members sadly just sort of not wanting participation from anyone. Uh, in these meetings but like like you say um, you know it it has to happen today Um, you know I've got a property up on the Gold Coast and our building manager participates um, in every single meeting and he provides such vital importance to the meeting to the point where the strata manager barely even talks. Um, It's it's either the committee and then we ask him questions if necessary and I, I actually find that um, very rewarding because I know that my place is being looked after. Like you've just said, you know, it, mm-hmm. you, you've got to have a, a group effort here. Um, yeah. I, look, I, I'd love to talk to you about short-term rental businesses that are available. However, that might have to wait for another podcast, I think, because I might upset some people there. Um, yep. what, what, uh, what is relevant, though, is how people's behaviour is managed within buildings and strata title living. Where do you see the role of the building manager in assisting the strata manager in these circumstances, Rob?
1: Uh, well, it's a complex area. Um, Behaviour of um, uh, residents is, it can be difficult to manage. It, in a way, it's easier if they're rentals. Short-term rentals are particularly difficult because they, you know, by their nature, they're short-term and they're out. Uh, there's yep. some redress against the owner. Uh, however, it's just the way the legislation's written, it's it's difficult to, to get really good outcomes. But I think where the facilities manager is uh, important in this role is uh, providing uh, actual witness accounts uh, yep. to help with going through the CCTV footage, if there is any, uh, mm. and, you know, putting notices under doors or uh, finding um uh, residents or owners in some some circumstances um because there has to be tangible evidence that something has happened so if there's a complaint about noise from a floor without a a unit identified well you you know if it's just a feeling that it comes from a particular unit because historically they've made noise before well that's not enough to issue a breach notice or take any further action uh, mm. Building managers are great at identifying that stuff. Uh, where I find them particularly useful is uh, actions in car parks. Mm, that, might, mm. that might sound um, out of the blue, but but those things are particularly difficult to manage. Which resident is causing havoc in the car park? Uh, that often comes down to short-term um, rentals or Airbnbs uh, because I don't know the rules and, and frankly, I don't care about them. So, there, no, yeah. There's a lot to sort through there, uh, and and having someone on the ground with eyes on the situation uh, is kind of vital to be able to manage that properly. Yeah, of course. Um, you've mentioned quite a lot of different
0: uh, scenarios there, and I think, like I was saying, we could talk all day about this. But yeah. um, you know, the the building manager's role really um, isn't as a police officer, in my opinion. However. It, certainly is one to be able to demonstrate that they know the registered rules or the rules of the owner's corporation or, or, or strata and perhaps manage them as best as they can through communicating maybe uh, through the strata manager yeah. and then back to the, uh, the, the owner. Um, but, um, but Rob, I could talk all day to you about the role of a strata manager and, and building manager. Um, if you could, sum up for the listeners of the building manager podcast what in your opinion makes the difference of a quality building manager
1: for a strata manager sure well from from my point of view or our point of view I think um, having a team approach is vital Mm -hmm. Uh, so working collaboratively uh, with the strata manager and the committee where possible Um, I think that's really important to have a trust so I, I think uh, particularly a trust between the owners' corporation manager and the facilities manager is important. Um, they've both got to trust each other because we rely on each other to do our jobs effectively. They've That's got right. to have uh, and they've got to bring an energy to the to the role, I think, and I don't mean, mm-hmm. you know, always happy. I mean someone that actually <laughs> knows the building and understands how it all works in the real That's, world, like I said before, how everything interacts with each other uh, yeah. and to be on top of you know all those issues and what's actually going on. What could be at the the root of a, a, a continuous uh, maintenance issue or disruption in the uh, amongst the residents? Um, you know there, there could be something that's adding to uh, the unhappiness of residents, and just having a presence on the ground can talk about that with the with the OC manager and the committee. And like I said, just a, a real knowledge of the building and what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah, some
0: yeah, valuable points there, Rob. And for your building managers out there listening, uh, I'm reasonably confident that the majority of you are doing these roles or performing these duties. But I've certainly seen in some circumstances, Rob, and maybe you have too, where uh they call it the absent building manager. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the absently or constantly either out the back having a ciggy or uh, you know, not, not, not available, so to speak. Sorry for yeah. those that smoke. But anyway, um, yeah. Look, Rob, um, I really appreciate you being on the show today and um, and sharing some of your insights as uh, an owners corporation manager for Turnbull Cook. Um, if uh, there's folks out there listening, committee members, uh, uh, owners, etc., that want to get in touch with yourself, perhaps. Um, how, how would uh, we go about that?
1: Uh, oh, happy uh, to take a call. Our number's 86970600. Mm-hmm. Or they can feel free to email me directly on rob.marsh, M-A-R-S-H, at turnbullcook.com.au. Be oh, that's advantage. fabulous.
0: Okay. No, absolutely appreciate your time today, Rob. And um, I certainly look forward to catching up with you. Uh, when we can get out of uh, this lockdown and um, get Victoria back to where it needs to be going once again. So, uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate your time today, Rob. Um, Take care and we'll speak soon. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. Bye for now. Well, that's a big thank you to Rob Marsh, the General Manager of Property with Turnbull Cook, for sharing his time on the Building Manager podcast. Uh, Just a big shout out to the building managers out there who've been working very hard in the buildings that they're running. I know it's been tough, particularly in this lockdown, now that uh, Melbourne's been the longest lockdown city in the world. I really do want to thank you very, very much as I've been a building manager. So I really do feel for you and thank you for doing the job that you're doing. So for those of you that uh, have an interest in being on the show, you can reach out to me on my email, which is matt at elitebma.com or the website, which is elitebma.com. Feel free to send in any questions that you might have. I'd be more than happy to respond to them as I'm looking forward to doing a QA and a session not too far in the future. Next week's podcast uh, is going to be a beauty. Uh, I've got a very special guest that talks about cleaning um, in a specific area within complexes and I'm very, very excited about that podcast. So... Thank you very much for listening in. My name's Matt Osborne. I'm the host of the Building Manager Podcast. You take care and I'll speak to you next
1: week. Bye for now.